Good evening, and welcome to the 20th episode of the Thundering Herds podcast. So, a few things went on this weekend. A little college football to start. Mm-hmm. A little heartbreaking loss for us. Um, heartbreaking for some of our family members. Clemson falls out of the top 10 for the first time in four years, I think, something mm-hmm. like that. They're, they're still in the top 25, barely hanging on. And um, how about the Americans kicking butt and taking names at the Ryder Cup? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really, really impressed with, uh, with the way that they just took no prisoners. They jumped on a lead first day, end of day yesterday, I think it was 9-2 to two or 9-3. to three. When I turned it off this afternoon, before I finished watching some football... Um, I think it was 17 and a half to like seven. I mean, it was total destruction. I don't know what they ended up with in points. I can probably look that up. <clears throat> it should be over by now. But uh, they were trying to get to 20. They were trying to completely destroy. And the Americans took a different stance this time. They went really young. I mean, all their guys, I think all the guys on there were 30 or younger. And a lot of guys, I wasn't sure whether or not we're going to get along. We're talking Brooks Kepka and our boy Bryson. Deshaun Bowen and Kepka were together? Well, they, they were on the team. Oh, yeah. They had to get along. I don't think they played together. No, they probably didn't. But DJ was on there. He played great. Spieth played great. Uh, Xander Shoffley played great. The kid um, that won the U.S. Open, was it Matsuyama? Is that his name? Hideki Matsuyama. He was fantastic as well. I mean, it was team, team, team. The chance of USA coming out of Wisconsin as they were just putting the hammer down on the Europeans. The Europeans got to figure something out because mm-hmm. they got the Sergis of the world. They got Ian Poulters. They've got guys that are all in their late 30s, early 40s. John Rahm is still really good, though. But John Rahm didn't show up today. He played like crap. So it was nice to see us kick some European butt in uh, Absolutely. in the Ryder Cup. So, anything to contribute there? No. No? All right. Well, go USA. Very, very prideful point this weekend, watching them just totally annihilate Europe, <clears throat> which is what we're supposed to do uh, since we're the greatest country on earth. Anyway, I digress. Uh, let's talk about the heartbreaking loss yesterday. And I know this isn't going to appeal to everybody, but... As everybody probably that listens to this this podcast knows, we are huge Horn Frog football fans. The Ponies whooped us, mm-hmm. and they they didn't just beat us by eight points; they beat the daylights out of us. They rushed for well over three hundred yards. I don't know what was going on with defense yesterday; we couldn't stop them. And our quarterback missed too many opportunities to complete deep passes down the field. We should have scored forty-five or fifty ourselves. But we just we were off. Our timing was just off with our our huge wide receiver. Yeah, and going deep. Duggan just he throws the ball too hard. He he overthrows every pass. It seems like, and it the wide receivers have to adjust every time, or they can't adjust because the throw is too just too extremely bad. It's uh starting to become a real problem here seeing. As the last cup two weeks, he's probably missed a total of seven or eight 
touchdown passes in each game, which would have won us the game. And did we get away from the running game too early yesterday? Evans played okay, but I don't think he got enough touches. The other guy, what's his name? Is it Merritt or Merrill? Literally neither of those Okay. The, the, the number, was it number 33 or 32? The other running back. neither of those names. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll have to look his name up. But anyway, um, he had a great game last week as well, as long as Evans. And I just didn't think they ran the ball enough. Well, at, one, at some point they realized that the game was really truly getting away from them because they couldn't stop the other team's running game at all. So they had to... They had to try to find a way to get points on the board really fast and uh, efficiently so they could stay in the game. Okay. I agree with that. So, another game close to other family members. Um, A&M, question for you is, in in back-to-back big games, Arkansas has come here to Arlington and beat A&M, and they hosted Texas and slobber-knocked the Texas Longhorns. Is Arkansas that good, or are Texas and Texas A&M just overrated? Um, I don't think Texas is good. Texas is not overrated. They, just they suck. put up 60-something on Tech yesterday. Well, Texas really sucks. Um, A&M, I think, they, I thought they were going to be really good, so they were probably overrated. Um, Arkansas is probably underrated. Nobody was expecting them to be this good. They haven't been a good team in the uh, SEC for a really long time now, so I think, yeah, I just think Arkansas was underrated. The other teams were if anything, slightly overrated. They have a chance to have a decent season. I think they only won three games last year. They've equaled, yeah. equaled that, so. Well, same right. with Baylor. Baylor's 4-0. They only that's won, where I was they only go won three games last year. Iowa State, that's two losses. Iowa what? State's out. Two and two, they're done. They're done. Other surprising games from yesterday. Um, honestly, honestly, I I was not expecting Notre Dame to beat Wisconsin the way that they did at Wisconsin. You put I didn't four, even see that game. You put forty-one points up on Wisconsin. At Camp Randall Stadium. Well, Wisconsin isn't good. But Wisconsin at least usually has a de- decent defense. They they don't get they don't get mud hole stomped like that at home. Well, that Notre that's a problem. Notre Dame is probably four times better than Wisconsin this year. So I don't know about that. Well, you know, maybe this year, but it's usually a pretty competitive game. And you know what, Alabama. I know right now you're the best team in the country, but if you look right over your right shoulder, George Bulldogs are waiting for you. And it is going to be a matchup. When do they play? I don't know. Uh, they'll probably play in the SEC Championship for, sh- for sure, those yeah. two. How many? You, you were telling me this yesterday. What was the stat that came out of that Vanderbilt-Georgia game? Georgia scored 64. 62. 62. Uh, they only gave up 77 total yards to Vanderbilt. So they almost scored as many points as the other team had yards. Holy crap. Which is uh, one of the most impressive stats I've heard. Now, I don't know anything about their quarterback there, but I heard some really interesting news today. The latest Manning is thinking about Georgia. 
Is he a quarterback? Arch Manning, yes. He's setting all kinds of records down in Louisiana. He is probably going to be one of the most, if not the most, highly recruited quarterback coming out this year to, uh, to, to sign with a, a college. You get this defense, and you get another generation of Manning in there, th this could be something special. So, all right, so that's college football. Let's talk about what happened in the pros today. Let's talk about NFL. I'd like to talk about one thing in particular. Okay. Um, the Ravens-Detroit Lions game. Um, the most interesting thing about this game is that three touchdowns were taken away because of the lack of the lack of being able to catch the ball by Marquise Brown. Who he's fast, though. Who dropped three different touchdown passes but he's from so Lamar fast. Jackson. Um, Lamar Jackson did also throw over, overthrow Mark Andrews in the end zone once. So that's four touchdowns that were taken off the board. And the, all of those plays were on third down, from mm. what I saw. So that took them out of um, conversion, you know, being able to convert on third down to get a new set of downs. So, but that's not even the biggest part of this game. Uh, they gave the Lions an opportunity, and the Lions took advantage of that because they were leading with a minute left in the game. But in that minute left in the game, they decided to be the Lions that they are and give up a fourth and 19 mm. to... Uh, to the Ravens, which put them in field goal position. And Justin Tucker made an NFL record 66-yard field goal. It hit the crossbar. And bounced in. NFL record 66-yard field goal to end the game. You want to talk about luck. I don't know. I if don't that, know about that. If, if that ball lands, if it spins and the wrong part of that football hits that crossbar, it flies back into the field. That's true. It was just really lucky. He just had enough 66-yard field goal. That's 66. pretty. He said pregame that That's pretty incredible. he could only make it from 65. So he got that little extra yard and a half at that end of the game there. Yeah, he needs to be drug tested then. You know, if he could only do 65. Well, he's probably the best kicker of all time. So. Yeah, I think he's pretty good. I was just joking on that. Um, let's talk about an another surprising team. We'll, we'll go over a few of these, but... Let's talk about another surprising team. I'm beginning to drink the Kool-Aid for the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm not. I like Joe Burrow. He, there was a pass that he threw today. I know he... Unbelievable made... touchdown pass to the guy that was, his, that was his teammate at LSU. I don't remember either of the touchdown passes that Jamar Chase caught in that game being unbelievable throws, but... Um, he fully extended in the end zone. That ball dropped out of the sky like it was coming down a silo. He, he caught was it wide, with his fingertips. He was wide open. Yeah, so. he was wide open, but he had to run through that football. I, I it, mean, it was pretty amazing. It, I don't think the throw was anything to call home about. But, I don't know. I, um, I think I'm not making that throw. You honestly, I think Joey Bur Joe Burrow is not playing as well as he should be. Those last two games, he played really bad. I'm not drinking the Bengals Kool-Aid at all. They're 2-1. I'm definitely not drinking. Okay, this is a problem. Because today I heard people talking about the Broncos, the Panthers, the Raiders, how, oh my God, they've been so good. Who have they played? 
Well, they haven't so played far. anybody yet. But you know, here's the thing, though. Who have the Bengals played? The Steelers suck. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. But let me ask you this: They didn't make the schedule. Everybody that had been put in front of the Raiders and the Broncos, they'd beaten. Oh yeah, because the teams are not good. Okay, well, do we know that when the season begins? Do we? Hey, I'll, all right, I'll ask you this. Last time, this time last year, the Bengals were three and um, not the Bengals. The Chiefs were three and zero, oh, and this, they're one and two. Yeah, but they played really good teams. Yeah, oh, okay. and the Chiefs are not good so far this season. I haven't seen anything out of them that would make me believe that they're even a playoff team right now. Mahomes is not playing well. Their defense is be- extremely below average. It's uh, it's not a good sight to see how bad the Chiefs are playing right now. I don't even believe that they're playoff contenders this year, let alone Super Bowl contenders. You know who I think is a uh, playoff contender coming out of that division for sure is the Chargers. That is a very well-rounded, good football team. Is that a good opinion. win for the Cowboys last week? Absolutely. And I think it was a, I think it was a good moral win the first week where we played against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The best team in the league right now, mark my words, is the Rams. Matthew oh. Stafford. It was sick today. Matthew Stafford is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. One hundred percent. If they win that division, he's so underrated. He has an arm of a god. Mm-hmm. He has unbelievable accuracy. He was so unbelievably over underrated because he always played for one of the worst franchises in the history of football. I, I agree. I agree. So with that. poorly managed. No good players around him. It was terrible. So if the now Rams... he goes to a team with weapons on the offense. With a top three defense. Oh, lead. him and Cooper Cup today were and just ridiculous. They're gonna go insane. They're okay. gonna. They might. They might go sixteen and zero. I don't see any well, team. seventeen can, games this year. Seventeen and zero. I don't know who who can beat them. Well, you know, I can't they, think of a team in the NFC that can beat them. Oh, you know what? The Seahawks haven't figured it out yet. Seahawks are not good. Well, I wouldn't put it past the Seahawks to rise up and win a game like that. I wouldn't. You see, I, the problem. My problem with the Seahawks is. Number one, them and the Bucks. This is my problem with this their teams, except for the Bucks, because uh, they're a little bit different. But they can't establish a running game, which number one is very bad. If you can't establish a running game, your team isn't going to be good. Carson had a hundred yards rushing today for Seattle. That's uh, a few and far between. He had a thirty-two yard touchdown run. I saw that. I witnessed it. Um, <laughs> wow, he witnessed it. Um, I'm pretty sure they're ranked 30th and 31st in the they NFC. They had 80 yards rushing. I'm pretty sure yeah, they're 30th and 31st in the NFC in rushing, so there's my stat for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's different for the Bucks because their defense is superb. Well, let's talk about that. They don't, they're talking about signing Richard Sherman this week and bringing him in because... They are so depleted at safety they and quarterback are, right now. They are depleted in the secondary. They, they, they play they guys have, off the practice squad. If they have all their players on defense, they are a superb, amazing defense. The problem with Seattle is their defense is below average. The, they have a couple good players. Their defensive line, meh. Their corners, not good. Their linebacker is good. They have Bobby Wagner. That's good. Um, and Jamal Adams plays linebacker most of the time. He plays in the line of scrimmage. He's he's a very good player. Their offense is just, their defense is just not good enough for, to compete. I feel like uh, I feel like it's, we're starting to see who's probably going to win each division. Okay. So you, you do you not think that both the games between. 
the Rams and the Cardinals are going to be epic. You, oh, do you for not, sure. You not for think sure. the, the Cardinals? Cardinals the Cardinals, Cardinals can beat the Rams. The Car- mm, they mm. they got to play them twice. They could beat them in Arizona. They definitely they de- that would be a very good game. I I think that's a battle of two really good quarterbacks and two really up and coming teams. I I would probably say that the Rams are going to win both games, but they're both going to be really good. Yeah, I, I I think so too. And you know the the hype on the the Rams Bucks game today was a huge letdown. And even though Brady only threw eight incompletions the whole game. Oh, he played amazing. Just no touchdowns, you know. It like he had one touchdown. At the he end. had one, and he had a rushing touchdown. But I mean, but for the love of God, they've their, their defense. Their defense looks really, really suspect right now. Now in the division that they're in, they're going to be fine. They're going to end up winning that division for I sure. For uh, sure. So I'm not, I'm not worried about them. The one one team, the one quarterback that I had high hopes for that I'm really beginning to worry about. I can say two. Wilson with the Jets. Yeah, him this, and Trevor Lawrence. This they kid both suck. Well, did you see the flea flicker interception for a touchdown that Trevor Lawrence threw? Yeah, it was one of the worst throws I've ever seen in the NFL. Here, here's the thing: when Trevor Lawrence was at Clemson, he had a defense that stopped everybody, and that he had weapons on the outside. He had a running game. He had a complete team. His team. That won a national championship at Clemson might be better than the Jacksonville Jaguars team that's out there right now. But the teams that he's playing in the NFL, I guarantee he's never seen linebackers, safeties, or cornerbacks as fast as the teams that the players that he's seeing right now. I think the I think the game is way faster right now than it has been when he's in college. He's having a hard time because it seems like he's holding the ball longer than he did in college, and he's making a bunch of dumb throws. Yeah. In that exhibition game when he played the Cowboys here and and he really looked all world, but we had nobody but backups in the entire game. Now that he's playing front line top defenses, uh, it's really beginning to show. The thing about Zach Wilson for me is I don't think he's playing too terribly bad. I just think that he's probably throwing the ball too hard for the trash ass receivers in New York to catch. They have he has like six picks. Five of them are off dropped passes. You think this is Sam Darnold 2.0? It's not. Yeah, absolutely. It's like all of his passes have been good. I saw one today. Great pass off the guy's hands pick. I mean, that he had four picks last week. Three of those were because of You know, of that. I've actually heard quarterbacks say that have retired. Interceptions that go off the hands of the Should, receiver shouldn't be a should pick. be an interception on the receiver, not in the quarterback stats. Absolutely. Because if you hit him in the hands, <clears throat> all right, enough of that. We've covered enough. We've got the Cowboy game tomorrow. But I want to ask you if you saw this one hit. And I think this is proof positive that this man is not the most intelligent person in the world, but is also tough as nails. Did you see the hit on Gronk today? No. Brady led him into what's the guy's name? Lloyd, the linebacker for the Rams. Lloyd or Floyd? Leonard Floyd. Floyd. Floyd, complete Superman as Gronk caught the ball and turned to go upfield. Shoulder pads into ribs. I guarantee if they're not broken, they are bruised. He doesn't wear rib pads, is what they were saying. 
He folded up like a deck of cards, but Gronk didn't drop the ball. He was gone for almost the rest of the third quarter and came back in the game and, and, and played. Now, he could not extend for a football. He was catching everything like right here because he was protecting his ribs with his, with his right arm. And there was a play I think he probably would have caught in the end zone, but he couldn't extend for it. Tough dude, tough dude. I haven't seen him take a hit like that ever. But this guy broke him. It, I, I am a, it was nuts. I'm a big fan of the L.A. Rams right now because oh. I, I love Matthew Stafford, and I really like what I'm seeing with their defense. They are... I think we're going to be seeing them in the playoffs. Oh, I think so, too. I mean the Cowboys playing them. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. And the two best players defensively in the entire NFL are on, are on the team. front end and the back end of their defense. Are on defense. their team. Ramsey and Jalen Donald? Ramsey is probably, no, like, this, you, this might offend you because of prime time, but he's one of the best cornerbacks of all time. You know what he does that prime time didn't? He'll tackle. He will hit you. Oh, my God. He lights people up. He it's destroyed. He I destroyed a, couple, a wide receiver today. I saw a couple. There was a, yeah. there was a wide receiver screen Yeah. where I, he threw it to the number 10. I, can't, I don't know who 10 is for Tampa Bay, but he was covering another guy. And as soon as he saw Brady's turn to square to throw that wide receiver screen out there, he left his man and full speed. The ball got there, yeah. Ramsey got there, guy went down. He lights people up. And, like, the thing is why he doesn't have a ton of picks is because that entire side of the field, when he's out there, he's covered. They don't yeah, throw over there. that's kind of the Dion syndrome there. Yeah, but they would throw at him, and no, that's why he would get picks. They never threw at Dion. Dion, Dion would bait people into it. He would, he would, he would. <laughs> so he would. He would, yeah, he would risk giving up a completion to get a pick. Absolutely. That's so dumb. <laughs> and it, but he had such amazing closing speed, and he could, he, could, he could fake his coverage enough, drop off enough, that what the quarterback the, could be committed. What if the ball beat him to... Then he gave up a touchdown. That's stupid. But more often than not, he got there. I think Jalen Ramsey is one of the best cornerbacks that I've ever seen. But last thing. Aaron Donald is the most dominant person I've ever like him and Miles Garrett are at like Miles Garrett had four and a half sacks. Four and a half today. sacks. They might actually not be human. Oh, I, I agree with that. One thing I saw today reminded me of Auburn, Alabama. Did you see the missed field goal by? Oh my God! By, yeah. By the kicks. The, the kick six. Carolina. One hundred and nine. The Cardinals. Yard return. One hundred and nine yards. One hundred and nine yards. He was sitting right underneath the crossbar. He was. Waiting for that thing. He ran it all the way back. So. Kick, kick six. Well, that's that's pretty much it. We kind of rambled. There was a lot to cover this week. Congratulations to the USA Rider team. The cup is coming home. That's pretty good. And tomorrow, you don't have to work. It's a Dallas Cowboy football it game. Is. And you're going to get to see it. This is pretty great. And so, next week, we're going to have the longest episode of all time. Because we're going to have two Cowboy games to talk we about. We're not talking about anything else. The Rangers season will be over. The Rangers suck. Chances of them losing 100, about 100%. About right 100%. <laughs> so, uh, we'll see you next week for episode 21 of the Thundering Herds podcast.